Yo! Hey, and welcome to the Rugby Report Card for another week. Yeah, we're doing it on the uh, the old Samsung. A little bit different this week. The computer's died, so... If the audio quality's down, we apologise. Yeah, um, no doubt you'll let us know too. No doubt you will let us know, especially those Welsh cunts. <laughs> if you can't tell... Um, Fiji should have won, man. We've had a bit to drink. So it's going to be one of those. Look, school holidays, fucking World Cups running to a T. Well, is it? Well, despite the cancellations. <laughs> despite the cancellations. Despite the loss to Wales. Other than that, to a T. <laughs> to a T. Um, so lots to talk about today. Um, obviously, Richard, thoughts? Yeah, look, we'll address the dick in the room. He's not here. <laughs> There's no dick. <laughs> um, so you're just here with the two lads. So saddle up. This could go... Off the rails quickly. Yeah, fuck it. We're having a couple of schooners. We are having back. quite a few buds just tonight. Just waiting actually. for the Georgia game to kick off, but it's all good. But a big, big week. Yeah. I so can't... if you listen to this, you obviously the Wallabies probably would have played. We're recording this just about before. an hour before kick off, expecting them to win. <laughs> if they don't, look. I've Georgia held on for thirty, then they trailed away. We dropped a lot of ball. Set piece was strong but inconsistent. That's what good, I'm imagining. There's a good fifteen. Minutes. That's what I'm imagining. <laughs> Patea, wow. Someone what a future. <laughs> someone ripped off the bench. Yes, someone off the bench played really well. <laughs> but no one in the 15. That's what I imagine is going to happen. Um, so lots and lots and lots to talk about, Jim. Um, I don't know. Where did we start? I can't remember the last time we did it. It was after the Wales game. It's, yeah, it's, it's been a while since we've done a podcast. Um, um, should, we, should we start with the typhoon then? That's obviously the, yeah, the big to, news. What do you think? I don't know. I don't know what to think. I've been on Twitter... Fuck, it's a clusterfuck at the moment, Twitter, of negativity. There's, there's a lot of humans just yeah, I can't man. keep up. I can't really, keep really up. unhappy about life. Um, but I, I don't know. I really don't know how to feel. I can see some people are really, really aggrieved that, you know, they should have had a plan B. And then I see other people like, dude, humans could die here. Just relax. I don't know how I feel. I guess how I feel is um, typhoons are legit, man. Look. I'm going to leave it up to the hands of the people who know what they're talking about. You've got right. to cancel the game, you've got to cancel the game. I just don't understand how people go to bed tonight not realising that fucking climate change is a thing. <laughs> Can you not see? This is the first time that a game in the Rugby World Cup has been cancelled. Not just one, might I add. Two games. It could be geographical location more than climate change. Ah, oh, fuck your geographical location. All right, play the centrist, that's fine. All I'm saying is some thought needs to be considered towards whether or not we should burn less garbage. All right. Man. Thanks for your input, Greta. <laughs> Thanks for your input, Greta. Um, I'll be Alan Jones on this one and just push on. I talk big, but man, I got two diesels down in the garage. <laughs> <laughs> don't you worry about me. Um, I I don't know. Is my question my first question then? Is it an unfair advantage to England and New Zealand? One less game in a tournament. Hugely. Hugely. Nah. Nah. It fucking definitely is. All right. I'm I'm big on rest is a big part. That's the that's the reason squads are so vast and that's the reason you have a few debutantes and whatnot, people uncapped. They come on this trip to experience the process and to relieve the first team from their duties. Because you look at um Georgia. Georgia got a really quick turnaround. Um I can't follow what you're talking about either. I'm talking about the turnarounds. You play a game, you've got four days to recover. So you're saying you're it's an unfair advantage to England and Because they rest. They rest. They rest. 
You rest. Oh, it's, it's an interesting thought. I don't know. I mean, you could surely make the other argument that it's a disadvantage, a bit less time to get continuity. Well, that's what you argued last week. You said something about playing those real tough games against Wales, Warming playing those up. real tough games against South Africa. Iron sharpens iron. It makes you better in the next tough encounter. Yeah, whereas England, they don't get to play France now. And yeah. that could have, for them, been their, their entree. But between you or and I, between you and I, excluding the Frenchmen, they would have fucking walked over those croissants, man. They would have pumped those frogs. They would have fucking <laughs> hoodwinked those yeah. baguettes. <laughs> if you think that was going to be close between those snails and those bombs, yeah. you are wrong. Yeah, yeah. The only yeah. thing you want to see is, obviously, historically, they hate each other, man, as my dad keeps reminding me. Um, so it would have been cool to would see Would have been that. a cool test. What about Italy's... Um, they were aggrieved. Parise's came out. You know, he's an old cunt. Yeah, fuck. He gets paid so, for the cap. And Parise's jumped out and said, well, hang on. Imagine if New Zealand needed five points to qualify. We would have been playing this game. I don't reckon they would have. I don't think... Neither would I. I don't think New Zealand get fucking special treatment. They're just the better team, man. All right. Well, I'll segue that over. There's, there's a huge movement online that... that there's this perception that New Zealand do get special treatment when it comes to yellow cards, red cards, penalties, offsides. Thoughts? How do you say? How do I, you agree with this point? Look, they're fucking the birds are back. There's, there's birds on Jim's balcony. It's a problem. Um, look, I would say I proper don't think they do, and I know that'll annoy some Aussies. They're just the best team in the world, and when you're the best team in the world, hey, you get the rub of the green sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. The only thing I would say is maybe perhaps compared to other teams, they are better at doing the cynical penalty. But you know why they get away with it? They get away with it because they are so... They're so much better by a long shot. They're so convincing in their defeats of other teams that it, it doesn't come down to one stray penalty. It doesn't yeah. come down to one bad decision. They're so much better than everyone else that refs have this like... Sub- Subtle expectation that they're going to win. The that they should be ripping, so yeah. they confirmation so bias yeah. or something. Yeah, look. So if you're a Kiwi fan out there, I'm kind of with you, mate. You're just a bit better. I don't. I don't think there is some bullshit double standard here. And they're look, setting up for another World Cup here, man. And, I, and, I don't and, see another team beating them. No, I don't either. But I will run a train on refs in a minute. But fucking credit where credit's due. It's a very tough gig, mate. In rugby to referee and fuck whatever. No sympathy here, man. Yeah, we'll, we'll run a train on them shortly, yeah, dude. I'm a redhead. You tried roofing in July, man. <laughs> Not July, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Strange segue, Jim. Um, should we get into some of the games that have been played, maybe since our last podcast, and just do a real, real quick run over? So yeah. we'll, we'll go back through the clock then. Wales versus Fiji, which I think game in the tournament thus far. Yeah. Wales versus Fiji, any thoughts? Look, I won't lie to you, dude. I was... <laughs> at that point. Um, <laughs> was very excited to check the app and see that Fiji was winning. But at the end of the day, you're not winning unless it's post-75th. And you can fucking knock it on and call a scrum for six minutes. Look, I watched this one closely. Uh, a few things came out of it for me. One, Radradra... First bloke I pick in a World 15. I mean, minus the domestic violence yarn. He is a fucking very good footy player. No, he's just aggressive. He doesn't have the game smarts to make my team. You're incorrect. He makes mine. Rodriguez... Dude, have you, I've, what, one game, one tackle. Dude, the whole fucking tournament, he's been the best player. He has not. You're incorrect there. Yeah, I'm not right. Ah. You're wrong. Ah. You're being very nice. Ah. Rude. 
Rudd Rudder is a freak. Um, I was super impressed with Fiji's scrum and set piece. They really bought it to Wales. Um, Vola Vola, it could be sour grapes because he took my spot in Colts 10 years ago. But I think he's shit. Yeah, he's shit. He probably can't tackle. He can't tackle, but we knew he can't tackle. He can. He, his strength is his kicking game. Mm. In ter- an in-play kicking game. Which he's isn't just what an Wales average needs. goal kicker. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but in terms of his energy and his like reading of the defense, it is as mediocre as mediocre gets. I, it's like fucking traveling from this from fucking Mount Isa to Messina in the city and I, getting vanilla. I didn't follow. I don't know where where's Mount Isa. That's far, man. Where's that? Uh, is that the Gong, Canberra? No, no, no. It's inland heaps. You see? Yeah, it's dry there. Dry? It's a place in which you'd want ice cream. They've been hit by the climate change. They've been hit by the climate change. <laughs> um, what I would say about Wales, because I know we've got a few Welsh guys following us, and, mate, you're on the right side of the draw. You beat us. Fair play. You're, you're a bit shit. Yeah, <laughs> we knew that. And, look, I, what I would say is Jonathan Davies, mate, big players stand up in big moments. That try was a huge moment. Well done to him. Um, they're not going very far, Wales. No. Imagine Wales v New Zealand. Do you think they're better than us? Well, they beat us. You know what? Answer the question, man. No. No, I don't. (laughs) (laughs) I honestly think Welsh people only listen to this podcast. For that soundbite? (laughs) No, no, no. When we play them. They don't give a fuck elsewhere, Mm. man. So we can push on. Mate, they've got some good players. Gatlin's a gun of a coach. They they milk. They get a lot out of their players. For what they are. Um, Prince William on the bench, mate. I rate him. Patchell. I reckon he'll go all right. You're a crush. You think I wouldn't hit it? You wouldn't fuck Patchwell. I would. Isn't that the dude who, like, milked Karevi's forearm? Yeah. 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 That, you know, and, and back to that game, obviously, I didn't watch this Fiji Welsh game. I did. So. But Patchwell came in and it wasn't. And it what was, are we burping on the podcast? No, now? I'm drinking a couple of scoops. Don't you know? fucking burp in front of me ever <laughs> a again. Couple of scoops, man. I got or I'm going to or I'm going to crevy you in the face. <laughs> You're lucky there's no ref here. Then. <laughs> but um, Patchwell came in and it wasn't as if Dan Bigger went off. I don't know what their love affair with Bigger is. He's good. Don't get me wrong. He's good. Here I, we go. You know here comes another Welsh article. You know what but I he's think? a bit shit. I think it's the epileptics out there. What? They love his twitching. <laughs> oh, we shouldn't do this intoxicating. That's dark. That was too far? But more to that I'm point, kidding, obviously. I actually think Bigger's underrated. I mean, I think he's underrated. He's gotten better, but he started out shit. No, mate, you're wrong. He was always good. It's a couple of times you called me wrong now, man. One of these days I'm going to throw well, a jab. Well, I think without... I'm going to throw a jab. <laughs> that, and that's fine, Jim. I'll wear it. <laughs> um, I just think without Richard, we've got to disagree, you know? Yeah, that's fair. Otherwise, it would just be the agreeance podcast. Yeah, that's true. And no one wants that. No one. Everyone hates me. No one wants that. Two people get um, So what I would say, on. absolute belting game. It showed you, I guess, the one thing that's wrong with Pacific Islander football, which mm. is strength and conditioning and uh, coaching. And cash. Just couldn't hang in there. Well, that all of that's cash. Do you feel like it's getting better, though? That seems to be the takeaway um, from this World Cup. The no, they, they, lost to, they lost to Uruguay. So how can you say it's But Uruguay fucking beat Fiji. Oh, that's what you're talking about. That's precisely what A couple of schooners does this to you. A couple um, of schooners So no, this. my worry is uh, on paper, I mean, let's pick a, a, a world Fiji team, blokes that were born in Fiji. They'd be top four or five in the world. Yeah, yeah. And they're still losing to Uruguay at a World Cup. Yeah. It's, it's disappointing. 
it is disappointing, but I don't know, obviously don't know the uh, the state of Fiji and its taxes and no, distribution no. of such. No, I've only been to white people resorts. Yeah, lovely. Too. Great <laughs> country. Absolutely Everyone lovely. loves me there too, apparently. <laughs> Um, okay, where are you with Fiji being included in a sort of six nations for the Southern Hemisphere? I'm down. It's just... Look, a long pause. Yeah, a long pause because I, it's just going to be ten years of Fiji just going like, oh, here's your ass, man. Just get Check me. it in through customs on your <laughs> trip out. Yeah. You know what I think? Um, this is obviously a pipe dream, but I'll just put it out there real quick. I would love fucking love for it to be six nations australia new zealand south africa argentina japan and fiji um and super rugby i would actually love it to be australia and new zealand maybe maybe japan have a team but no team is actually representing a state their franchises so there's a draft system. So you want to go to that so Japan the, way, where it's like the Waratahs team might have Panasonic Tigers, eight Kiwis, three Japanese blokes, two Fijians, and ten Aussies. The Auckland, the Blues team might have five Japanese players, eight Australians, nine Kiwis. I mean, obviously, most teams would be Kiwis, but I'd actually like it if they're all franchises. Stay with me here as I do this, because. Who knows where this will go, but open your mind up to these teams being bought by private industries. Why can't we have the Furfy Tars? Or... I think we do. HSBC Waratahs. Yeah, but the, 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 the New South Wales Waratahs. Yeah, HSBC no, the, come in as a secondary... And, and this is my point. I would love them to be franchises where there was no longer geographical allegiance. Exactly right. And, those pri- and privatising these teams would open up to whatever fucking wins Well, games. we could start competing. And let's be honest, people want to see teams that fucking win games, man. That's how it works yeah. in Japan. That's how it works in... We won't stay on this for long because it's obviously a World <laughs> Japan Cup. Japan again? We won't stay on this for long because it's obviously a World Cup year. But for me, it's how do you equalise New Zealand being dominant? It's how do you make sure that there's representations, everyone's competitive, and it's enjoyable. Mm. Anyway, we'll push on. It's a pipe dream. But I'd love to see that feed into a Southern Hemisphere Six Nations. Something, something needs Holy to... Holy moly. Yeah. All right, I'm going backwards through the clock. Scotland pounded Russia 61 nil. Um, I really like that. For me, that was a comment by Scotland, which was, we'll catch you on the points difference. Yeah. Because we're fair dinkum when we play Japan. And, and, and this is the tournament. Scotland did really well beating Argentina. Was it Argentina or that was France? Who did Scotland beat that they... They lost to Ireland. Yeah, but they were always going to lose to Ireland. Did they lose to a team? Other no, than... no. They, they've won two games, but against nobody. So they beat Samoa to nil. Oh, no. Their game's and coming Russia against Japan. To yeah, Sorry. I apologise. No, which is why I love this one, because it was their exclamation mark. Yeah. Which is, yeah. we can Fuck do this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Which is why it would be a travesty if Scotland Japan was Scotland canceled. could have the best schedule going around in terms of, fuck, right, our first game we're going to lose. You say that unless their game's cancelled. Is it, is it on the table? It, apparently it's coin toss at this stage. Jesus Christ. That, that would be unfair. Dude, get your Prius out. Everyone go out and purchase a Prius so we can watch some rugby. Get a Tesla, guys. <laughs> um, Argentina, their final game against the USA, uh, 47-17. I mean, I guess... USA's been a bit disappointing this contest. Yeah, fuck those 
pricks. My comment would be Argentina, their World Cup, what do you think? Disappointing. So, they failed. This is yeah, a failure. So they had a Super Rugby team make the final of Super Rugby. And for the first time since... I'm going off the top of my head here. Since 99, they haven't made a semi. Um, how big How big of a failure is this and who's to blame? I don't know. I, I, this is a That's a very tough question to answer because if you think that them having a successful Super Rugby team was detrimental to their national side, I think that's a, a case worth arguing because obviously they put so much in and Super Rugby is no easy feat, man. That Crusader team plays some good fucking rugby. I think, And in, the travel involved with being a part of that competition as well. I think long-term Super Rugby helps them. I think short-term, kind of, they played their cards in the Super Rugby season. They played their final, their World Cup game against the Brumbies. Yeah. I think what we're seeing here is their domestic team, so the Haguaras being so closely linked in terms of personnel to their national team has worked against them. Yeah, it's too similar. The, it's the too brand. similar. And it might breed, it might give you some success, success rather in that Tri-Nations format, in that rugby championship format. Because you've got a bit more continuity going and, and, in. And it's like rest one week, then we're back into it. But this whole, here's a whole new competition, here's a whole new platform, here's a whole new structure, here's four games in two weeks go style shit it, it, they're, they're fucked and they're tired and they don't look well practiced I would say the big the big problem for Argentina for me was their set piece sucks and they're never going to match the big four out wide so they need a set piece to be dominant and they didn't have it now if we go to the game versus England yeah, which yeah, not, not to mention the coach of Argentina Mendoza Desma. what that, that cunt <laughs> oh Jesus Sorry, that that person under Checker had a successful campaign, and through that <laughs> he, didn't he get was hired. His name right at all. He was hired. What has this man actually done for a team as the leader of an organisation? What has he done? Has he proven himself in a format outside of that? I just feel that people get hired off of successful coach groupings, uh, and it's unwarranted because if you're just the scrum coach, man, you're part of a collective. If a team has success in the scrum and wins games, that does not make you a good head coach. No, no. You need to go try your water outside. Try your water? Yeah, fucking, you know what I'm talking about, man. I <laughs> know, really. You need to go test your waters. Test, I'll test your waters. Uh, outside, you can't just get thrown in to an international format. Look, it doesn't matter how often or how long you were a fly on the wall, it doesn't give you the abilities to fire a fucking team and up. And what are you picking up from check? Fucking, I don't know. Nothing great. I, I guess my my problem for... I guess my concern with being too harsh in Argentina was they dropped the game to France. Barely. They could have won that, man. They could have won that. Maybe should have won that. So they go into the England game. They should have won that that game. So, so then they go into the England game for their World Cup chances to be alive. Now, I think most people at this point, power rankings have England sitting at two. If you don't, you're a pisshead. So you've got England sitting at two. It's a big game for Argentina. They're, they're punching they're punching up in weight here, but it's going to be a belter. Ten minutes into the game, we've got a red card. Yeah. But we've been saying all fucking year, man, that second rower, what's his name? Don't tell me Levanini is a fucking grub. He is a grub, and I'll wear that. But, look, should we do this now? Let's get this out of the way. I've had my whinge on Twitter. It's proper... 
proper, proper, proper depressing for the fans. Um, red cards. Yeah. Uh, like, put it this way. You've got Ledesma, who's given it five years in the job. Four, I've got no fucking idea how long he's done the job. But really? he's been given... The coach, Ledesma, not Mendoza, did you? Oh, right. Yeah. Um, given it his absolute level for years, these players have given it their everything. They've been bought into the Super Rugby. They've tried their asses off, and here they are in a World Cup, everything to play for, and then a fucking tackle misses by an inch, and it's over. I on it. I'm not kidding. This is no exaggeration. I started building IKEA furniture and put on a podcast by The Economist. Instead of watching the rugby after that red card, because what the fuck was the point of watching? All right, so you want to go down this rabbit hole? I'll go down it. You with me or not? I am because I was the same. I was fucking jeed. I was. Fu- I had a. I had a fucking full mast waiting for this game. To I had a semi rad rader, mate. You had a semi. I had a full rad rader. Yeah. <laughs> and I went as soon as that red card, same as you, because England are a tough competition. I was like, this is as good as gone. Because your tactics there as the English opposition is just fucking, let's slow bleed this shit. Let's fucking cut a vein and watch the blood slowly trickle. It's not a fucking boom, boom, boom. It's not like that shit. I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) Look, I've been watching The Wire a lot. (laughs) I'm running a corner here. What I'm saying is that it's not a fucking couple of jabs to the neck, couple of pops in the head. This is a cut of a vein, and it's a slow bleed. This game, because you're like, they're a man down. If we manage this game well, we did win you, this. Jim. And fuck, I know that. I'm not interested. I'm going to build this fucking fridge. Jim, did you watch it once the red card was given? Or I did you in, start watching the wire? I sucked for 15. It was on in the background, but then I started fucking cooking this sick fucking quiche. I was Imagine dropping 300 fucking yen on a ticket. I wouldn't have any idea how much yen it is, but I reckon it's heaps. (laughs) If you dropped all that yen on a ticket, you fucking go out there and 17 minutes in, game over. I know. I know. What are we doing? But you look at those fucking tweets that come back at us, man. None of the people complaining are the ones that are in the audience. No. They're all people sitting at home, man. Off it. Off it because now having to spend the night with their wife and family. No, because no, because they the, can't the watch the rugby. The hours leading to that event, you are bargaining with your wife. You're like, "Fuck, give me these two hours, all right? I'll take the in-laws out, yeah. man. I'll, Whatever it takes. I'll work with you with the. I'll bake a quiche, dude. Whatever your you friend's need. party for brunch sounds amazing. I'll be there tomorrow. I'd love to know what Stacy's been up to. <laughs> Tell me more about it. But to get there. And then you get your two hours free, and there's a red card in the first fifteen. <laughs> it's all over. Atrocious. Um, now, if we get into the actual decision, eh, toss a coin. Was it mitigating him ducking? Maybe. Was it a shoulder to the head? Maybe. Either way, I'm changing the channel, man. Either way, I'm changing the channel, but here's the thing. Dude, like, fucking head injuries are a proper thing. Proper thing? You, did, proper you thing. did the concussion inside. Exactly right, man. No, I it's a problem. It's a proper problem. And, and you know what? The... Everything that I, I watched that program back and everything on TV, obviously, it went for like two and a half hours and they edited an hour out of it. So they got an hour out of the two and a half and they'd ask Steve Mortimer a question. Oh, no, He's don't. The fucking Jim, Jim, Jim. They'd right. be like, and he would answer a completely different other question. That guy did not know what was going on. Yeah. But refused to attribute it to head knocks. And then the guy behind me, Ray Price, man, he refused to acknowledge that head knocks had had a negative effect on his cognitive ability. He just refused to do it. The AFL dudes were all about it. Like, dude, I notice a difference. Like, these head knocks have been a big thing. Rugby league guys were really off it. There was no rugby union representative. But after going to that, 
watching them get knocked the fuck out and then them telling about what their lives are like, you kind of have an obligation to fucking clean this shit Dude, up. Dude, I hear you entirely, and I, and I won't accept that we're on this podcast brandishing we don't care about players getting concussed. We, I genuinely care, and they're genuinely we should be encouraging tackles to go down. Absolutely, and I completely agree. And all I can speak is from anecdotal experiences. I remember, anecdotal data is data. I remember. I, I hate the fact that people fucking discount anecdotal. No, I just data. remember once getting knocked out and breaking my jaw, shoulder to the head, dude. I fucking was having memories from ten years ago, like they were yesterday. Totally scrambled my brain. I couldn't imagine getting hit by these professional athletes. This shit is for real, and the regularity of it. Too. However, however. My counterpoint to that is don't just take the moral high ground and exclude what we're saying. Millions of dollars goes into broadcasting, advertising, fans at the game, avoiding Stacey's thing. A whole heap of shit goes into this game. And it's over in 17 minutes. Surely, surely we can find a better compromise in the meantime. While players are changing tackle technique. Well, what obligation or responsibility do the players have? This is going to get dark, man. And I'm wrong here. And fucking, if you're going to come out for me, come for me, man. I'm ready. But they, they know what the game's about. They've been playing this game longer than I've been watching it. They know, man. They know what's And what involved. I find so hard for the players... Patchwell pulled his pants up, got back in his fucking defensive line. Well, Farrell just pushed on, man. He shoulders on. more like, blokes 100%. than anyone else. And he's as guilty as whatever that fucking Argentinian cunt was. <laughs> Jesus. Um, all I think is before kickoff, you're in the sheds, your mates are slapping you in the face, and fucking hit him, hit him, you get a free shot at the 10, put him on his ass, fuck you, yeah. everyone's getting pumped. Yeah. It's part of the sport, man. Yeah. And you know what? Now you've said that, and it's triggered a thought with me, and, I, and I'll ask you to, to listen here. When I used to play rugby down the Southern Districts, oh, the fire-up technique for third-grade cults was to slap the fuck out of your head. <laughs> yeah. In my years of playing, concussion happened pre-game, <laughs> not necessarily before game. So if we're serious about this, we need to get in the sheds. We get in the locker room and of start cleaning rugby it up and clean it up from there. No slapping as a means of firing you up. It's fucking handshakes, music, or big speeches. <laughs> You can wear that. I, I guess my point is th- these players, are an inch, they're wrong, and we're eliminating the contest. All I'd like to see, and I've called for this before, is you're off for 10 and then you're replaced. Is that too much to ask? The other thing I want to see, and I've said this before, yellow cards, can we do it like basketball? There's a certain amount of penalties, 10 penalties, the next is a yellow. Tends too big, but I agree with the sentence. Personal, three. At your third is a yellow. That is a massive oh. change, and I think shit like this is the necessary pathway to end up there, but you need to be prepared to be incredibly frustrated if that's going to be the result I just, dude, it's proper painful to watch. I also think, man, you think of fucking global sport, and the NBA right now is an example of this. Sport is there, yes, for entertainment. Watch this. Oh, my God, that was a fucking sick game. But sport, global sport, has become this thing that people look for issues with it and problems, and they make massive things out of it because it brings... Entertainment, you know the 24-hour I mean? news cycle, um, I agree. A couple of beers are setting me off, but 
people love talking about the issues that sport brings up. Yeah, sure. And they should probably be talking about other issues like climate change, which you brought up no, earlier. No, but that, that's Thank just what I'm talking about. <laughs> but don't go off, man, but you've got four diesels down in the garage. Don't touch you. <laughs> I burnt my carbon, man. Um, no, my I, footprint's massive. I guess, and what's frustrating... You know what they say, big footprint, <laughs> massive cock. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Um, I guess the point I'm trying to say is... I don't want the contest ruined. Too much goes into it. Can we look at something else? I think a lot of people agree. The TMO stoppage is infuriating. The cards are ruining games. And it's sad to do a rugby podcast in a World Cup and talk about that. It's really, really depressing. And then the but other this is issue the takeaway, is... man. You, you casual fan, the takeaway is, is rugby too harsh on head-eye tackles or have they got it right? Yeah, that's but, the, that, yeah, but I don't want to be part of the transition. Well, let's move on then. No, it's painful. And then the other thing which is frustrating is the consistency. Karevi's yellow. You compare it to 10 others that weren't yellows. Kevin Owens dropping old mate over his head somehow isn't a red, but Lavanini's is. Yeah. Farrell's wasn't a red, but Lavanini's was. If you're going to do this hard stance, you've at least got to be consistent. And at the moment, we've got an incredibly harsh standard set. Which maybe, maybe rugby's right. I don't think they are, but maybe they are. But if you're going to have that harsh standard set, you've at least got to be consistent. And at the moment, we don't even have that. So all I'm saying is, for the love of fucking God, I hope it comes quarterfinal time. And the reason a team won is not a card um, of some description. That would... Oh, well, it feels we, like we're just waiting yeah. for that to happen. All we can do at this point, man, is hold hands around the campfire and hope. So, let's push. Yeah, all right. But I agree with you. Fuck, that would be fucking horrible. So, moving on then. Um, do we just keep going through the games? Is there any other big ones worth mentioning? I guess we are an Australian podcast, so Australia... Well, we didn't really... Uruguay. Yeah, we didn't really speak about that, but obviously this was a sure thing. Uruguay peaked... Against fucking... Of course it was a sure thing. But 45-10s, it's not really clinical. I'm going to piss. Do you mind if I pause? All right. Sorry. Thanks. Cheers. And we're back. Yep. Uh, we had some water sobered up. Yeah. I'm kidding. We had a, another beer. Uh, so Australia v Argentina, I guess my... No, ta- Uruguay. 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 Similar colours. I can see Uruguay. Similar colours. Similar continent. Yeah. In my defence. They can just sort that shit out, man. They do. Um, my, ta- my big, big takeaways... Um, Patea. We'll talk about the halves in a minute, but Batea is the real deal. Um, he was this game, man. Yeah, and I guess when we approach this podcast, it's how do you say something that other people aren't saying, which is Batea's the real deal. But he is the real deal, isn't he? Well, he's got the he's got the carbon makeup. It just feels like get the ball to Batea. I don't want to keep bringing up carbon, but he's got the makeup. Now, I want to know is where are Uruguay at? If Southern Districts, or not Southern Districts, Sydney Uni play Uruguay, is it a close game? I don't care. I just want to know how shit Uruguay are. Well, they beat Fiji. Yeah, but come on, man. That was an aberration. Mate, I, I tell you what. If you can hold the Wallabies to 45 points, I've lost many games of rugby much worse than that. Um, it's a decent effort. They beat Fiji, held the Wallabies to 45. Fuck mate. it. Well, then Pate's a freak, man. Yeah, and I, I get what you're saying, which is... But you can only beat who you're playing, and Patea stood up. Not too many other Wallabies did. Obviously, Kurundrani did. And you know, yeah, I, I guess what was most pleasing to see was the athleticism. Yeah. Because it's not necessarily, fuck, reading defences, 
Because they're not putting it on yet. He was... I think what's so pleasing about Patea, though, um, and I know you almost can't say his name now, he seems to have the athleticism of a Falau, but the football nous of a DHP. Mm. Like, he can, he can offload, he can catch and pass, he's in the right spot to take a kick. I don't know, there's a lot to like about that kid. Does he make our team come quarterfinal time? Um, he might. Um, does he make the team come quarterfinal time? He, I, I don't know. Well, who's he drop? Because Corabetti's playing. Corabetti's playing. So the other wing is, do you do DHP at fullback and Batea? Or do you do Beal at fullback and then is it DHP or Batea on that wing? Oh, fuck. It depends. I think it's very, it's it's based off how this game goes against Georgia. See that? I don't know if you can read too much into a Georgia text. I guess my cons- my pick is... We're going to struggle to match England up front, so we have to have backs that can win a game from nothing. If you're picking that, Corabetti, Beal, Patea is my back three. Yeah, but you, what you've got to factor in is Patea's nervousness that will go into such a fucking big game. Dude, he's not that nervous. I mean, his mum's investigating the church. Huh? See that shit? Yeah, but that's his mum's. His mum's got nerves of steel. I mean, for her. Patea played against fucking Uruguay. He seems pretty chill, but. He does seem chilled. But still, that moment, man, fucking, you throw anyone in it, they cry, they cave. Did Kurandrani do enough for you now? He had crash ball for days. You played Adeline, Uruguay, man. You played Uruguay. Um, which is clearly something we've been lacking because our back three in the forwards doesn't give us that I won't punch. listen to this because I watched Kurandrani play every fucking Super Rugby game ever. And sometimes it was like he was chilling. I'm just going to play my role. Where you think... Uh, fuck, it's hard. The fact that O'Connor can jump in at 10 and offers you a second dimension that Kurandrani doesn't, because Karevi, every hit-up he makes is fucking intense. I don't know what that's going to look like now that he's been penalised and he's, he's you know, he's going to change his game a bit with his forearm, which is the most difficult thing you could probably do. I'm sure do. he's not. I'm sure they never penalise him again. Just and that was do what you're going to do and we'll wear it if you get punished. Yeah, that was some dumb shit. Because I watched the fucking highlight of that Nick White try in the Bladersloe, right? And Karevi running down the wing. Same thing, mate. Fucking, if, it was worse. And we're all sitting here worse. tweeting it, barring up, yeah. calling him Lomo. Fucking hell, dude. Fuck, Stacey's party was worth it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, look, for me, Kurandrani absolutely probably even deserves it. And I'd say defensively, he's our best center. I, I think so too. But Karevi plays him out of the game. They've and never played well together. They've and never the, played well together because you think of the simplicity of a Karevi Kurandrani center pairing. Yeah, exactly. There is not much X factor because Karevi's exactly. X factor is his ability to beat his man. Yeah, and Kurandrani is just to run over his man. Yeah, and and that's the same shit. Yeah. 100. And, yeah. that, and that's why, unfortunately for me, he doesn't make it. And then he doesn't even make the bench because he only covers 13. So it makes it a bit tricky. Um, now, moving in, the big question for Australia. And, mate, it's it's. The, I said this last week. You tend your quarterback. If you don't have a consistent game plan, we've had three tens in one tournament. And that's where we'll lose it. Yeah, 100%. But have we finally got the right pick with Tamu? I know you haven't been on him. I'm on him. I haven't been on him. Tamur off the bench was a fucking... It was like... It was the best shit. I was going to make a reference that was not appropriate to this medium, but that was really... Oh, I think we've already done that um, at this point. I just don't know 
because I think there is a distinct difference between the game in which someone who starts and someone who comes off the bench. You come mm. off the bench, things are a little more you, you things are a little more open to you. You can do whatever the fuck you want. Starting the game, there's a lot of pressure on you to control it. It's not about getting excited, being enthusiastic. It's about having a level head and making the right decisions. I haven't seen Tamua start a game and make the right decisions consistently and control a game. I haven't seen that from any of the tens. I've seen a couple of players come off the bench and fucking kill it. Tamua's example being one. Everyone's raiding Bill because he's got a, a knack for that. He doesn't have that level head or he can't impact a game like he does with a level head starting at 15. I think DHP's game is that level head that starts it. Like just to give you an example of what I'm talking about. But, fuck, we'll see. I'm, I'm more interested in who's going to come off the bench for him if he's playing shit than whether or not he starts. Oh, look, I think at this point you've got to go Tamua. He's the only bloke in form. It is what it is. But I, I agree with you. I think that's where we're done. If you don't have that locked up. But arguably, we're going to come up against England in the quarters, um, which will be a very tough assignment. Fuck England sucks. But man. I think they're 10 channel's not sorted either i think it should be farrell but they still think they still think it's ford farrell's good george ford's a fucking midget in a bathrobe man he's average man. i'm not interested yeah i'm not interested either um all right well should we just touch on a few big moments then scotland japan who do you pick if it goes ahead Look, if I'm a gambling man, I'm going to throw my money on Japan because I think that's where the money is. But I think Scotland have shown enough in their last two games where they're just going to out-rugby these people. They're going to play a Sun Wolves format exciting and whatnot, and Scotland will be prepared to take those fucking hits early. Fucking Muhammad Ali style. Fucking Cassius Muhammad. Clay. Huh? Muhammad, I like that. Yeah. Ben races. No, you. You said it weirdly. <laughs> no, you're trying to pretend I'm Ben racing. All oh, right, you. Uh, my 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 feelings are: there's a typhoon, man. If it's wet, favours Scotland. I think they'll play better. I think Scotland wet rugby. This, no dramas. So do I. I think Japan might be in with an off chance. Jesus, I hope Japan like, you get flip it done. a coin and it deviates off a fucking ledge or some shit, and it changes the natural progression of the coin flip. Maybe Japan win. I really. But hope. if there's no impact on a natural coin flip, it's a it's a turf. Scotland. Win. I really hope Japan get it done now, <laughs> uh, and I really like Japan's coach Jamie Joseph. Doesn't want the rain. Wants to play, mate. Wants to play. Wants to win. We bid Ireland. We we want to top our pool. I love it. I love that confidence. I like that shit And they too. deserve it too, man. They've, they've been playing good footy. Yeah. But I'm still backing... I'm still backing Scotland. Yeah. Because I think it'll be wet, and I think they win wet weather rugby. And Scotland are playing a good tournament. All right. And I've explained to you what I mean when I say that. No, I hear you, dog. Um, let's do power rankings then. Maybe we can come to an agreement here. Do we both agree New Zealand won and comfortable? Dude, if a team beats New Zealand from here until the end of the tournament, I'll fucking slap me silly and call me Sally. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, there's no way they're losing. Um, power ranking two, you got you got the Poms? Um, I haven't been probably across the Poms as much as you have. But they haven't played it. They've played Argentina they with a red card. Played. Exactly. Like, they've had a fucking, they've had a walk down Daisy Lane. They you have. Know, you feel that shit? I feel ya. Yeah. Fucking so it's it's tough. It's it's torn between for me England or the Bockies or the Bockies. Yeah, but Bockies have lost. England haven't. So I've got England at two, Bockies at three. Who you got sitting at four? This where it gets controversial. I'm still on Ireland. I'm still on Ireland. I, I said it last party. They lost to Jackson. Japan and struggled 
and struggled in that. They, they weren't wearing their full kit, man. They were wearing their fucking like Kmart undies. You put that Bonds shit on, you get through your day. Johnny Sexton and that team are a, are a full compliment. I tell you what, I looked at the Scotland team today. Scotland that was Why are you talking about Scotland? Ireland, sorry. I've had a lot of beers, Jim. I looked at the Ireland team on paper. It's a fucking good team on paper. It's a fucking outstanding team. And you can play to your strengths. If your strength is the fucking scrum, which we know it is. If your strength is short ball and retaining position, which you know it is. If the, if the other team allows you to play that game, you win. New Zealand have this uncanny ability to take that shit away from so you. So you've got Ireland at four. Mine is probably my bias. On our day, Australia's four, but not justifiably. We should be behind Wales and Ireland, we but are. I still think on our day we beat. You're them. fucking. You got no, your glasses. No, no, I know. I got my rose colored glasses. Was here, man. Just He'd run a train on me turkey now. Slapping you around. Um, so who got five? <laughs> Wales five. Australia five. <laughs> you like that one? <laughs> I couldn't. Jim's I couldn't. having a giggle. Um. <laughs> He's still very happy. With yeah, himself. I got. We're better than Wales, man. That <laughs> game gets replayed. We win. Oh, I hope we appear in another Welsh paper. See that? That's wild. I can't go down as being quoted as Dick Turkey slapping. <laughs> Don't quote that one, guys. Don't quote that one. Um, fuck, anything else we want to yarn about? I mean, there's just so much rugby going on. It feels like we're doing less in-depth analysis and more just shit talk, but it's kind of hard. It's hard because fucking every day something happens. Yeah. Every day another thing happens. Back home, man, Tar's got a new coach. Yeah, and well, we did that last Back time. Back home, there's been four new signings. Tar's got a new CEO. That got pissed off to the Blues, mate. What's going on with the Blues, man? They've got Burden Barrett there now. Do they? They've got, yeah, Burden Barrett's playing for the Blues next Bullshit. year. Bullshit. Fuck off, can't you know this to be true? <laughs> it's crazy. And then, isn't Warren Gatland going there? Or is he, oh, he's going to the Chiefs. Chiefs, yeah. Chiefs. Yeah. Fuck, if you think that's slowing down, it's not. Yeah, yeah. New yeah. Zealand. This is why I want the franchise thing. Equalize that shit. That's what I reckon. Fucking get me a, the Furphy Waratahs. That's what I want. Dude, I'd love a Furphy. You know, Furphy's a pale ale. I yeah, thought but it was, it, I thought it was lager. No, but it's a peel that tastes like a lager. Yeah, that's... you know what the difference between an ale and a lager is? No. Adam. Adam's in the background. Here. Ale. If Adam's you're just sitting, kicking back, drinking wine, waiting for us to wrap this body up. Ale, if you're interested, the yeast ferments at the top, whereas the lager, it ferments at the bottom at colder temperatures. Does That's it? Difference. That's difference. Are you a lager man or an ale man? I prefer a lager. I think, is that because we're session drinkers? Because we're alcoholics? Yep. Yeah, I thought so too. Yeah. Because surely, on a one-off, the ale wins. Yep. But when you're having 15, the lager wins. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Fair point. Oh, sorry. Um, look, we're going to beat Georgia. Fuck them. It's about to kick off. We're actually... Let us know what you think. One week we would like to do a podcast during the game so you can hear our commentary. If you're down for that, let us know. Um, shirts, Jim, did you have an update? Yeah, man, they're all good. Like, like eight dudes who just refuse to answer an email and <laughs> pay their due. But that's cool, man. That's cool. But the others, you're sending them all out? Yeah, we're it's sending all, them on Monday? Yeah, it's all G. Monday's the call. So you should get your shirts next week if you're in our and second order. And they're fucking ripping, too. Dude, how... Dude, man, you cool. know me. You know me. I don't get much attention. You know that about me. I fucking cruise around that shirt around the city. People are like, "Yo, what's doing?" Cheekers be all like, "Yo, you running around with anyone?" 
They like the shit, man. You want to get yourself in and around the ladies, you get that fresh cotton on with that green and gold rugby report card shit, you'll get fucking laid. Okay. <laughs> if you're interested, you know, send us an email. I'll try and get a shirt. They look great. They look really, really good. Thanks for listening this week. A bit of a different podcast. Uh, hopefully we kept some of you amused, did something different to the normal rugby podcast out there. Raymond Go the Wallabies. Man. I'm fucking trying to make up for you being blind drunk on the other side of the podcast, all right? <laughs>